What is the quickest and best way out of depression? That question in one form or another comes constantly, not only across the counseling desk, but also in letter after letter and phone calls from people who are deeply concerned about this matter, either for themselves or for a loved one. Depression. It seems as if America as a whole seems to be going into a depression. Well, what do we mean by depression to begin with? Some people use the word quite broadly. Others use it very narrowly, so we'd better understand what we're talking about before we begin. Those who use it broadly use it in a very general and loose sense to indicate any downcast or blue mood. Now that's not how we're going to use it in this broadcast. We all have times when we're down. As Paul said in 2 Corinthians 4, 8, we're afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not despairing. So there were times when he was down, but he was not out. By depression in the narrow sense, I mean being down and out. Depression, narrowly speaking, the kind of thing that we're talking about here is the attitude that one has that affects his ability to function responsibly in life to love God and to love his neighbor as himself. His chores and his responsibilities are shirked. He lays aside things that he knows that he ought to be doing because he doesn't feel like doing it. That's what we're talking about when we talk about depression. Now, the two people that we see in counseling most frequently because of depression being down and out are women and preachers and, of course, people like preachers. And you say, why women and preachers? Well, these are people who have to structure their own responsibilities and then self-discipline themselves to stay with those responsibilities. Their time, their activities, their scheduling is all self-disciplined. When a man goes to work, at 9 in the morning and gets off at 5 in the afternoon, has a lunch hour from 12 to 1, is expected to produce so much material by noon and so much more by the time that he gets off and somebody checks him out and also checks out the time card which he punches in and out, his life is structured by others. And people like this rarely find themselves getting depressed. It's people who like preachers and like housewives who have to set their own schedules and then have to stay with those schedules day by day, who find that it is so easy to neglect what they ought to be doing and to get behind in what they're doing. These are the people who tend to get depressed. Now let me explain to you what Paul was talking about when he said, we're perplexed but not despairing. What he said was that there are times when he also is disturbed and uncertain and things are going not the way that he would like to see them go. But he never let those things go the next step. He never got to the point of despair, to the point of depression. There may have been problems over which he didn't know immediately what to do or what the answers were. But he always knew that he could go to God and always knew that he could go to his word no matter how he felt, and find the answers prayerfully as he searched the scriptures and sought to do the will of God. 
And this, of course, made the difference. But it's that difference that I want to point up to you today. Perplexed but not despairing. Down but not out is the idea. Blue, moody, disappointed, uh, whatever it may be, but not depressed. Nobody needs to become depressed. We all have blue times. We all have times when we're down. That's not what we're talking about today. You can get down for a variety of reasons. For example, you may be sick with the flu for several days, even a week. When you come back, you're still not feeling too strong, and everything in the meanwhile has piled up. The housework is piled up. The ironing is piled up. The uh, chores around the house, the kids have been having field day, and things are scattered far and wide. All right, so it looks bad, and you don't feel, because you're still weak, you don't feel like doing those chores, especially uh, since there is more than enough to do now that things have not been done for a week or the better part of a week. That's a situation in which you could become depressed were you to follow your feelings instead of following your responsibilities before God in that situation. Here is the key. When you're down, don't follow your feelings. Do what God tells you. When you're down, don't go out, that is, down and out, by turning away from responsibilities. It used to be when women did more ironing before the days of uh, uh, non-pressed clothes and uh, uh, wash and wear clothes that we had an infallible, it seemed, a little test that we used at the center for finding out how deeply depressed a person became. A woman would come in and she'd say, boy, I'm really depressed. So we'd say, how's your ironing? She'd say, what do you mean? What do you mean? How did you know about that? And if we got that kind of a positive response from her, then we'd ask the next question. Have your children started making their own uh, lunches for school? And she'd say, you've been in my kitchen. And we say, no, it's just those little daily chores that begin to slip when a person gets down. And then when he doesn't do his daily chores because he didn't feel like do doing them, then he feels even less like doing them because he feels guilty for not doing those. Then we'd ask the third question. Has the green, hairy stuff started growing in the refrigerator yet? And she'd say, no, I know you've been in my kitchen. And uh, we'd say, no, that's just the route that a person takes as he spirals downward and downward and downward into non-functioning depression. And finally, we'd ask the last question, if we got a positive response to those previous three, uh, have you started lying around on the couch watching television popping chocolates yet? Well, that's about how depression goes. The teacher in school uh, lets one set of tests ungraded pile up on top of another set of tests ungraded, and then a pile of papers on top of that. And the higher the pile gets, the lower his spirits get. Down and down he goes, farther and farther and farther into depression until he is no longer functioning. What's the answer? The answer is very simple. The answer is follow your responsibilities that God has laid upon you as a housewife, as a preacher, as a teacher, or whatever it may be. Follow God's responsibilities whether you feel like it or not. Now this is the simple key and the way to stay out of those depressions in days to come is to schedule your life and to follow that schedule, which you believe is proper before God, that you've made in times when you're up rather than down, and then follow it, whether you feel like it or not. And God will bless you when you follow responsibly what you know he calls you to do 
instead of following those feelings which so often can deceive you into that downward spiral of depression. Lord, help those who are listening today, those who know that they too have this problem. Help them to get out of the depression by doing the chores that have been laid aside and then to keep out of it by being responsible day by day as they seek to live for the Lord Jesus Christ who died on the cross in the place of guilty sinners. We pray in his name. Amen.